Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to a special short political party podcast. This one featuring an interview with Chuck Ramuna uh, from the TV show Unspun that goes out on Dave every Wednesday at 10pm. We talk about a number of things, but there's an interesting part in it about halfway through when we effectively get some breaking news and uh, slightly debate how to deal with it. But um, it's interesting nevertheless, uh, so do enjoy. Welcome to Unspun, the show that simultaneously wants to snog, marry and avoid Theresa May. (laughs) It's been announced that Labour's John McDonnell is to join the Queen's Privy Council. McDonnell has said that he'll treat Her Majesty as if she was just an ordinary member of his own party by calling her a Blairite traitor and demanding that she's (laughs) deselected. Tim Farron wants to hold a TV debate with Theresa May and Jeremy Corbyn over the Whitney by-election, despite none of them standing in it. <laughs> Described by many as a pointless waste of time, Tim Farron still remains the best candidate to lead the Lib Dems. <laughs> Michael Gove is leading a group of 75 Conservative MPs asking Theresa May to back a £100 million Royal Yacht Britannia. I want to see it hit by a bottle of champagne and slide into the sea as soon as possible, said the rest of the nation about Michael Gove. <laughs> The Health Secretary, Jeremy Hunt, is fed up with the country having its cake and eating it. Jeremy Hunt is trying to name and shame restaurants with big puddings. (laughs) That's right, he uh, prefers a long-term economic flan. (laughs) Oh, come on, come on. Tough on cream, tough on the causes of cream. (laughs) He's fixing the roof while the bun is shining. (laughs) We pay people for these. Um, I'm starting to like Jeremy Hunt. It's not fair. He's only picking on his pudding eaters because he knows we're too full to march. <laughs> First he came for the junior doctors and I didn't speak out because I wasn't a junior doctor. Then he came for the pudding eaters and I didn't speak out because I had a mouthful of cake. <laughs> That's right. To celebrate his high court win over the junior doctors, Jeremy Hunt has gone and told restaurants they must cut the size of their puddings. And if restaurants don't toe the line, he's got a plan. If restaurants choose to ignore Hunt, he will publish a list of the restaurants with the biggest puddings. <laughs> that's not going to put us off, that's going to make us go! <laughs> what next, a list of all the pubs that do lock-ins? <laughs> if I worked in the industry, I'd be delighted. So let me get this straight, you're going to name and shame us for our gobble to your wobble or you can eat ice cream deal. Uh, and you're going to publish our name and address in a handy guide? Oh, don't worry, we'll be failing to meet your standards on an annual basis. <laughs> Now it's time for my special guest. He's only 37 and he's one of Labour's biggest stars. Believed by many to be a future Prime Minister, please give a huge welcome to Chuka Ramuna. (laughs) 
welcome to the show. Well, I'm, I'm flat. Thanks for having me on, man. I'm, I'm flattered. I'm flattered oh, no. to be here. Well, we're, we're delighted. Like, why have you got me on your show? Um, <laughs> well, Owen Smith pulled out, and uh, <laughs> well, because you're a, you're a genuine star of the political scene at the moment. Oh God, I don't know about that, but um... oh, but you it's must good to be here. It's good. Well, to be I'm glad that you're yeah, happy to yeah, be here. Yeah. Uh, do you often get called a smooth operator? What by 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 Kevin probably is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not not really. <laughs> I'm not sure my wife would turn that smooth. But, yeah. <laughs> well, more about that later. <laughs> hopefully. Sounds like there's an exclusive on the steady, way. Steady, steady. <laughs> now, uh, the referendum still and, and Europe really is mm. the dominant issue in Britain today. And you were deeply involved in the referendum yeah. campaign, campaigning for Remain. Um, did you find that quite a bruising experience? Well, actually, the last time I was here in these studios was for the announcement. I, I came here, this is where they did the election, well, the election, the referendum programme. Yeah. And I did the hour with David Dimbleby that they announced the result. Oh, my God. And word. so we just left here. I mean, it's weird coming back here, completely shell-shocked. I thought you were going to um, say completely shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> that came later. That came later. <laughs> How do you deal, as still a young man, with the demands of everyday politics, uh, the need to stay on message during interviews, and the need to, to balance being professional with being a person. Um, I think, you know, politicians are as flawed as anyone else. Mm. You know, I've said stupid things and been foolish, and everybody has. And so what I... sort of stupid things? <laughs> well, I'm not going to go into <laughs> oh, Just one. Any gaffes? Any gaffes? Uh, oh, God. Andrew Neil. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think this was in the lead-in to the Scottish Parliament elections in 2014. Okay. And he said, you know, you, you lot, you've got your Labour shadow cabinet in Scotland is full of a bunch of second-rate non-entities. You know, who are these people? And I said, and I'd been put up because nobody else would do it that night. And, he's, and I said, I think that's totally unfair, Andrew. Um, these are extremely talented individuals who care deeply for, you know, Scotland and have got a radical plan to transform the nation. He said, OK, name three of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know, when you're... You just have that... What, what did uh, Natalie Bennett call it? Like, brain fate? Yeah. But I had that in extreme. <laughs> and I was like... Uh, so I named two people, and it was just a classic kind of gotcha moment. And, uh, but I just thought, look, you know... I was like, I'm not a Scottish MP, I don't know who they all are. <laughs> but, but you so, said they were good, they were good. And I was just like, oh, I know I did. Uh, just but, get me off this programme. <laughs> <laughs> but he got me, he knew it, you know. He got his. It, it was like with 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 uh, Andrew Neil. It's a bit like an extreme pub quiz, designed to kill you. <laughs> you know? And uh, but I actually, um, a lot of people refused to go on his show, and uh, uh, and he's always been very kind to me. You know, in the green room and stuff like because he, he I think he he said to me, he kind of respects that I will go up even under the toughest of circumstances to kind of. Hold, hold the line. Well, but that's, that's, that's noticed. You know, anyone who watches political TV realises that you're often, uh, and have been often, the, the, the mouthpiece <laughs> that has to deal with the toughest interviews. Um, but there's a, there's a lighter side to the job as well, isn't there? You don't have to just deal with Andrew Neil. Um, I remember the footage when you took Will Smith, uh, oh, the Hollywood yeah. star, to Brixton. Yeah. That must have been incredible. It was, it was an extraordinary... It, it wasn't an average day at work. <laughs> <laughs> it was... I'd never seen anything like it before. And uh, just going down Brixton Road and entire buses stopping. 
like the the bus driver stopping the bus to look and wave at him the whole of the bus like everyone getting up from their seat on one side of the bus to the to, you know all <laughs> grown men asking for selfies and I was just like I've never seen anything like it and then going I took him to um, one of the secondary schools just on the border of my constituency and uh, I walked in to introduce him and the, the whole school had been assembled and I said to the headmistress I said look if word gets out that I'm bringing him, I won't be able to bring him because the whole place will be overrun. So she was the only person who knew. She hadn't told any member of staff. And then when I walked in, I, you know, just people were just like... Uh, but when uh, I... You or Will Smith? Uh, well, <laughs> this is the thing. So she introduced me to the school, 900 girls here. Yeah. And, and, and she was like, ah, oh, right. And they were like, you could tell, they were like, why are we all being brought here? You know? <laughs> Miss, what, what are you wasting my time for? <laughs> and, always, and I got up there and I could see the faces drop off. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's the MP bloke. I don't even know his name. <laughs> and so I went up there and said... And that was a Labour Party branch meet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it happens to me all the time. Deselect, deselect. They, I said, I said, I, I've got someone who I had the privilege of meeting recently and wanted to come and check out a bit of London I want to bring him here and ju I just want you to listen to him as so I said you know it gives me great pleasure St Martin's here in Lambeth I knew all the cameras were rolling if I'll get the name in <laughs> and uh, to introduce to you Will Smith and the whole place just went crazy absolutely crazy for like two or three minutes I said how long is this going to go on for he said, <laughs> he said yeah a few more minutes <laughs> you know and um, no it was incredible because the great footage of it is everyone singing the, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah West Philadelphia, yeah. Born, born and raised in the playground. Where spent most, most of my days. <laughs> chilling, relaxing. And my, you know. <laughs> I think that, that's probably more than most people can remember. Well, I was surprised most of the girls, I mean, the secondary school age, you know, 11 through 18, yeah. they would, you know, when the, when the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was big, yeah. a lot of them wouldn't even been born. And they all knew the words <laughs> off by heart, you know. But, I mean, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was just like, we grew, you know, we grew up yeah. with it. I had a high top, you know. Did you? A proper flat top? Yeah. Like kid and play? Yeah. But mine was, like, flat, not, like, slanted. Because some people have it slanted and leave a comb in their hair as well. That's how we rolled in... Like, <laughs> in you know, way back when. Oddly, I had a flat top as well. Did you? For a while, when I was about nine, I yeah. Know. And look what's happened to us now. <laughs> <laughs> well, no oh, I'm all right, I'm all right. No I've always had a high forehead. <laughs> <laughs> that is a natural thing. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, I, I'm guessing that the reaction you got with Will Smith is probably a bigger reaction than you'd have, say, going with Ed Miliband or anyone like that. <laughs> Bit different. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were uh, Ed Miliband's shadow business secretary. I was, yeah. For many years. Um, it, under a leader that a lot of people felt wasn't that pro-business. Was that quite a tough brief? Ed was pro-business, but um, not any business. <laughs> and actually, in fairness, I think uh, it sometimes, you know, was a struggle with business people because they didn't like being criticised. So, would you say to Ed, look, Ed, our, our business message isn't resonating with business. <laughs> I, I, I would... It's key audience. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would say, look... Uh, OK, you know... so you be you and I'll be Ed. Yes, so, yes, okay. yes, OK. Chucka, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great to see you. Uh, how's it going out there? <laughs> That's very, that's very good. You know, come on. I mean, 
What's going on with businesses out there? <laughs> well, you know, you know, Ed, in the end, they will feel what you say if you say it in the right way. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, Chuck, are these people are predators. Are they, are, are they, you know, we need to pre-distribute all producers, that. Ed. Producers. Producers. <laughs> um, I mean, I like a lot of producers. I like music producers. <laughs> um, why can't they be more like... like them? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it was like? No, no. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Hello. We think Diane James has just quit as UKIP leader. Really? It's unconfirmed reports, but it looks like it might be happening. So we're wondering about just chucking a question in about it. So. <laughs> 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 well, do we know what is that? All the information we have. So we're on Twitter. Yeah. Check Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like live news, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> a very unprofessional live news. <laughs> You're watching News 24. <laughs> Diane James has apparently resigned. I'm just going to check Twitter. OK. Um, we just found out that Diane James uh, has resigned as UKIP uh, leader. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're just hearing that Diane James has resigned as leader of UKIP. Um, that's news that's just coming through. Uh, genuine, genuine, um, we're, we're hearing this. Um, that raises the prospect now that Nigel Farage potentially comes back as UKIP leader. But he's training Trump in the US. Uh, he is, but, I mean, training himself at the same time. Um, wow. would, you, would you welcome Nigel back to, to, to the leadership of UKIP? I'm, I'm not sure welcome is the right <laughs> word, to be honest. Uh, he's, you know, I disagree with the guy. I, yeah. And I, I think, you know, his kind of take on our country and what it can be and what it has been, I just, you know, I think we're a fantastic country, but I'm not sure I would like to live in the kind of country that he wants to create here. And I'm not sure maybe he, I don't know, you know, the kind of country that he would want to create, I'm not sure it would be that welcoming of people like me. Um, well... Thanks for ending it on a high, mate. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> Chucker, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Chucker and Mooner, everyone. Before MP4 play us out, there's just enough time to have a look at next week's news. Momentum, the group set up to support Jeremy Corbyn, are expected to expel Jackie Walker for alleged anti-Semitism. And in next, next week's news, Momentum will be welcoming Jackie Walker back for alleged anti-Semitism. <laughs> next Saturday sees the Stand Up To Racism National Conference. Speakers include Jeremy Corbyn and Diane Abbott. Ken Livingstone is also expected to give a speech entitled Don't Get On The Racism Train, but I'll tell you who did make the trains run on time. Hitler! <laughs> UKIP will be looking for a new leader after Diane James quit after just three weeks. Sam Allardyce was the first congratulator on her dedication, integrity and long service. <laughs> That's it for this week. Thanks to my guest, Chuck Ramuna, and now to play us out, it's MP4.
Chuck Ramona, if you would like to come and see Unspun Recorded, tickets are free and we record every Tuesday night up at Elstree Studios. You can get tickets for that through the website tvrecordings.com. In terms of the next few political parties, Ed Balls is my next guest in October, the last Wednesday of the month. Uh, in November, I'll be joined by Paddy Ashdown. In January, it'll be Jess Phillips. In February, it'll be Margaret Hodge. And in March, it'll be Nicky Morgan. We're also planning, potentially, a Christmas special somewhere in December. So do look out for announcements about that. If you follow me on Twitter, at Matt Ford, you'll be able to find out about tickets. Thanks very much for downloading, and I'll see you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.